Nerds, and welcome to the first episode of That's Life Blog Podcast. So today we're going to go through some of my favorite comics, and maybe you'll find one to be able to give that special someone or one of your friends or your family members for this upcoming holiday season. Alright, let's get into it. So my first one we're going to start with is Batman Black Mirror. This one is kind of a little bit on the horror side, definitely a good Halloween read, but it's a good time all around, no matter when you read it. So what it starts out with is it's part of the Detective Comics series, so it is a Batman it is a Batman thriller. So let's get into it. So in this timeline, Batman's missing. We don't know where he is, we don't know what's going on really, but we do have Nightwing, aka Dick Grayson, and Oracle, aka former Batgirl, and Barbara Gordon. So the premise of the story is Barbara Gordon's brother, James Gordon Jr., decides to come back to Gotham after undergoing psychotherapy and undergoing testing in a psychiatric ward. The goal of his testing was to be able to tell if he was truly psychotic, and he comes in, he has this new change of character, this new change of heart. He was originally put in the psychiatric ward because he was accused of murdering Barbara Gordon's childhood best friend, but it was never proven. However, he comes back out of the psychiatric ward, he says he's got this new medication he's taking, he's completely fine, he's back to normal, he wants to create this relationship with his dad and his sister and his mom, and come to find out, there's a lot of death that's following. James Gordon Jr. has been back in Gotham maybe a week, and all of a sudden, all these people that are close to Jim Gordon and Barbara Gordon and Nightwing, all of them are dying. And no one can really know why. Everyone's going to say it's the Joker because he's just escaped Arkham. But they're not sure. There's something about it that's different. Something about the Venom that isn't Joker. So after undergoing a little bit more investigation, Nightwing now takes up the Batman mantle. He takes Bruce's place just for the moment. He finds this underground, this really like shadowy, this really shady criminal empire. It's an auction. They're selling off things that people have been killed by, especially by criminals. I believe Jason Todd's crowbar, the crowbar that was used to kill Jason Todd, the second Robin, is in this auction. And so he is found out by the auctioneer, and he's attacked. He's starting to think that there's some scarecrow toxin going on just because it's such a different high. It's such a scary feeling. He's kind of seeing these people now as monsters, not so much as people, and it's really getting to him. So then, he's saved. He undergoes this fight, and then he's saved. He doesn't know how he's saved. He winds up in the hospital, or so he thinks. Barbara Gordon attacks him, or so he thinks. He's still undergoing the scarecrow toxin, the fear gas, whatever you want to call it. However, once he gets free, once he's fine, once he realizes he's okay, He goes back, he talks to Barbara Gordon, and it turns out James Gordon Jr. is back, he meets Nightwing, and then we understand kind of what's been going on. So what's been going on is James Gordon Jr. is a murderer, and his medication has been reversed. Rather than kind of making the psychotic side of him dormant, it's concentrating it. It's making him so hardcore psychotic that he can control it, he's no longer gonna hide it, but he's acting normal. He's kind of got this sociopathic tendency where he doesn't realize what his emotions are, he doesn't realize what's happening, what he's doing to people and how he's hurting them, he just knows he enjoys it. So we come to find out James Gordon Jr. is the one behind it all, 
But I do recommend this series if you're going to give it to someone who's a huge Batman nerd, a huge Nightwing nerd, a huge Barbara Gordon nerd. For me, I love the Gordon family, so this is definitely a top pick for me. I would recommend giving it to them. Or at least read it for yourself. It's a great read. Alright, so our second one we're going to go into is going to be Marvel Axis. It's going to be kind of about the Avengers, about Carnage, about all the villains, the X-Men. Everyone is involved. And the roles are reversed. So this is really interesting because you get to see a different side of your favorite heroes and your favorite villains because they are still them. They still have their memories. They still have these moments of where they think they're a hero or a villain, but they're not. They're trying to do good. The roles are reversed. Heroes have become villains. Villains have become heroes. And probably one of my favorite little side stories of this is Carnage. And this is going to be the one we're going to talk about is Carnage Axis. It's a three-part series, and it's so good. It is so, so good. Because Carnage is innately evil. He is a symbiote just bred to kill. And he's taken over the host of Cletus Cassidy, which is a serial killer. We knew that. But it's so interesting because you see this guy who was literally bred to kill. And he's trying to save these people. Of course, he's trying to save them the way he would normally, which is to kill them. But he's understanding that he can't really do that anymore. He's trying to do good. He's trying to save this reporter who's just trying to get a really good story about the Axis and everything that's going on. She's trying to save her job. Now she's captured by this guy, this new face, this new character that's trying to take over everything and kind of make everything back to the way it was. He's trying to right all the wrongs of the people, all the villains, trying to wipe them all out. And the reporter somehow gets caught up in it. Now Carnage and the reporter have become friends by now, or whatever you want to call friends. And they're getting into this conversation, they're starting to have this relationship, they're starting to trust each other. The reporter is teaching Carnage how to be good, because she's reported on superheroes for so long, she knows the stories. And Carnage has gone through everything, just to be able to save her, to get this story. And at the end of it, we get to see Carnage kind of take on this new light, this new face, and he's becoming good, but in a Carnage way. He's trying really hard to be like Spider-Man, but he's not succeeding in the way you would think, but he does see hope on the horizon. So this is a really good one. It's a really short three-part series. It's not something you can read over the course of a week unless you just really, really space it out. It's something you can read in maybe an hour at most, but it is such a good read. I truly recommend it. All right, and now we're getting into our third and final on the list, and this is going to be, let's see, what do we want to make this? How about we make it Windpool? Windpool is probably one of my favorite comic series. I love Deadpool. He is probably one of my favorite comic book characters just because he's so innately crazy, innately funny. He is this guy who is so fourth wall breaking, it's insane. Now, Gwynpool? Gwynpool is the blonde female version of Deadpool, in a way. Gwynpool comes in, she's this character from a different dimension, this different universe. She comes from a dimension where people in the comic books are not real. The superheroes and everyone else that we know in Marvel Comics who are real, they're not. She comes from the dimension that's typically like ours, where she's reading about these superheroes in comics. She's not knowing that they're real people in different dimensions. She doesn't know she's a dimension jumper. She just thinks she's fallen into a comic book. She doesn't understand that her powers are literally to shift between dimensions and timelines and 
She's honestly, if you think about it, one of the most powerful characters in Marvel history. Just because she has this power to shift through timelines and dimensions, and she has the ability to rewrite people's stories, and even her own. And it's such an interesting thing, because she's such a fourth wall break. It is a mind melt. It's so insane. But... The more you read about her, the more you understand, the more you believe that she's going to become this really evil presence. Because we start out, we see her be, as a mercenary. We see her working as a mercenary to try to make money. Because, you know, she didn't come into this dimension with money. She has no idea. She has no idea what she's doing. Like most of us, but it's fine. But <laughs> she has no idea. So she's coming in. She's working as a mercenary. She winds up working for Modok. Modok. Modok killed her friend. She befriended this young man. They became friends. He's helping her be a mercenary. He, Modok kills him to get Gwenpool to work for him. Not a great way to start. Not really the best, but it worked. So Gwenpool starts to work for Modok, and she gets to meet Patrock the Leaper. She gets to meet a few other villains, a few other rogues, and the Avengers gallery. She is just making her own path, making her own way, and it's so cool. We get to see new sides of these characters that we haven't really seen before. Like, if you know anything about Patrock the Leaper, you know he's just a Captain America villain. He's maybe a C-class, maybe a little bit of a B-class on a good day, but he's not someone you're really going to worry about. However, in Gwynpool, we get to see this new side of him. We get to see how Gwyn sees him. We get to see how much thought and effort as readers we put into these characters to make them likable for us, to relate to them, and Gwen is now this individual who has all of this effort, all of this relatability, all of this love and uh, respect that uh, we as readers have for the Avengers and the superheroes and other villains, she now gets to carry into this dimension, and it is so, so cool. So we really get to understand what's going on with her, we get to see her take on these new challenges, we get to see her go through the mercenary phase, the hero phase, mercenary phase again, then the hero phase again. She is, and she's so funny. We get to see her team up with Deadpool. We get to see her team up with a lot of other Avengers. We get to see her team up with a lot of other superheroes and villains alike. There's a Doctor Doom reference. There's a Doctor Doom bot. It is just such a cool universe, and you really get to learn a lot about her. And if you are into this really funny, really kooky Deadpool kind of side of things, if you're really into that and you're really into the funny and the humorous side, Gwenpool is a great great comic. If you really want something that's emotional, Gwenpool's good for that too, because she has to deal with her own death in the comic series. She has to deal with the fact that her comic series is going to run out, and she can see it. So we get this really emotional connection, we get this really humorous connection, we get the female Deadpool. Without actually getting the female Deadpool, we get the, uh, we get the pink costume, we get to hear a lot of comments, a lot of off-handed comments about the different characters. We get little tips and uh, tidbits about the characters while she's fighting them. We get to learn a little bit more about the universe too from our own perspective inside the comic book. It's like we are living in the comic book. When is us living in the comic book? And I think that that's really cool. So that's probably my top pick just because it's something you can always go back to. It's such a feel-good book. It is, I want to say it's close to about 20 to 30 uh, books. I'm currently a little bit towards the end. I'm really enjoying it. It's about my second time going through it. 
but it is just such a good comic, and I definitely recommend you pick it up if you've got, like, this young girl, or you've got someone who really enjoys Deadpool and wants, like, a little bit of a more emotional side to it. I think it's a good, it's a good feel-good story, and I think you'd really enjoy it. Alright guys, so that is gonna wrap up. Those were our three comics. Please get a chance to look into them. If you don't, you're probably gonna miss out. But we hope you guys have a good day, and that'll do it.